There's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angelina Davis. And today I am happy, first of all, just to get back here on the mic and recording a podcast again. I hope you enjoyed the last episode, which uh, really talked about value-based pricing. It was something that I pulled out of the vault uh, because I love that episode because it dives a lot deeper into why value-based pricing is so important. It's something that I always encourage clients to do. Um, So, you know, I hope that you enjoyed that episode, but I always like when I'm able to bring something that's new and something that's fresh. And I had something completely planned out for this episode, especially because I worked on it um, when we were traveling and taking my daughter to college, which, you know, I just did. So I am a little bit emotional right now because I miss her being in the house and, um, and really enjoying her presence. So that's something that's new in my life. Um, But Saying all that to say, I worked on this long episode and I was really excited about recording it. But more recently, I have really been feeling the need to talk about something a little bit different. So I'm going to switch gears today. And I want to have this conversation about some of the expectations that you can have in business, um, some things that come up in your journey as you are building your consulting business, things that we may think and you know even do that we see as being abnormal or something that we are only struggling with. And I want to just give you a little bit of reassurance that number one, many of these things are normal. And then two, that you're not the only one that we all have these moments uh, where we, you know, may not necessarily feel that we are at our best point in terms of mindset or maybe even quality of work and and other things. So I wanted to have this conversation because I think that especially as consultants, we're used to keeping a lot locked in. I, I think it's this whole perception and belief that we need to know everything, right? Because we're considered to be experts in our industry and we're very knowledgeable. You have tons of degrees and certifications and experiences and everyone looks up to you. 
And the reality is that we still struggle with some things, many things. We still struggle with a lot of challenges in our business along our journey because we are human and that's part of our growth. And so I I wanted to have this conversation because like I said, this is something that we don't say out loud, but it is definitely something that many of us struggle with and is also something that I have been seeing coming up over and over again with clients as well as even with colleagues that have trusted me um, with that information during this time. So I want to dive into three really common thoughts and beliefs and challenges that many of us have during this period where we're building our business that I hope will be helpful when um, we are having this talk and kind of I'm trying to shed some light on why you may feel that way and ways to, you know, really overcome this particular obstacle or challenge. Because this is the part that makes building a business so difficult. It's not just a matter of being able to carry out a particular strategy or find the right tactic or use the right tool. It is really overcoming so many of the mindset challenges or beliefs that we have that keep us from really fulfilling our purpose, our goals, and our mission. So we're going to dig deeper and do some of that work today, which is a little bit unconventional for another podcast episode on consulting. Um, But I know you have a lot of that information. I plan to give you more of that information as well in terms of strategy and, and technique. But right now, I want to deal with those things that are definitely much closer to your heart and very much present in terms of your mind and your ability to succeed. You know, I talk a lot about the importance of having a core offer and really uh, focusing on the promise that you're making to the clients that you serve. And one of the reasons why I like to focus heavily on this is because I know that it really limits the scope of the work that you're doing. And there are a lot of advantages to creating a core offer or a signature offer. One of those is that you want to have a promise that you can deliver on something that's guaranteed and something that is reproducible. Uh, However, even when we create those types of offers and those types of services, and we know that what we have stated and what we have promised clients, we can actually deliver on. We know that we've done it before. There's still an aspect of our belief in our mind that we may not be able to do it this time, right? I think this is often when we come to a place where there's some difficulty working with clients. Maybe things aren't moving along as quickly as we had thought. Maybe there's some difficulty when it comes to some aspects of implementation uh, of the strategy that you've laid out. Uh, Maybe this arises because the client is not moving forward in taking action the way that uh, you have designed or that the way that you desire. And so because of that, you question and wonder whether or not you have the influence that you need in that moment. The one thing that I want us to really realize is that this does not mean that we can't deliver on our promise. I think that what we have to begin to understand is that what we are promising in terms of our service and our ability in the ability to deliver on that 
is separate from whether or not the client achieves the outcome. And I know this sounds crazy. I know you're probably thinking, well, if they don't achieve the outcome, you didn't deliver on the promise. That's not always necessarily true. Now, the one thing that I want to stress is that our job is to do all that we can within our ability to ensure that the client achieves the goal. That means that we need to think ahead of time about challenges that they may face. We need to understand and know the obstacles that may arise so that we can help them navigate it and get over it. We need to make sure that the roadmap, the path, the strategy that we have planned is going to take them to their desired outcome. There is a lot, a lot that we can do to ensure that that promise is kept. But there's also this aspect whenever you are working collaboratively with someone else that there can be a disconnect or a breakdown on the other side. And before we completely question all of the results that we've got in the past for all the other clients that we work with because we're running into a difficulty in the moment. I want us to step back and really consider whether or not this challenge that we're facing, this questioning of our ability to deliver on our promise right now in this moment, is that due to something that we have not fulfilled, something that we have not carried out, or is this a matter of the client not taking responsibility for their own growth and success and advancement? Because you will run into clients, if you haven't as of yet, (laughs) you definitely will run into clients that somehow feel that by paying you to consult with them, to do work with them, that somehow that is going to magically lead to an outcome. And because of their barriers that may exist, they may not execute the plan that you've outlined fully. And so therefore, they may not be able to achieve the goal that is promised. Sometimes that does happen. It has definitely happened to me. And if you're in business long enough, it will likely happen to you as well. In those moments, though, the one thing that I want to encourage you to do is to think about, once again, what is in your ability to shift or change the trajectory that they're on? Are there some words of advice that you can share? Can you simplify the process even more? Can you really determine what their problem is that's keeping them stuck? Sometimes it's some of the mental barriers that they may have. Sometimes it is really the fact that maybe they are perfectionists or maybe they are procrastinating out of fear. There are a number of reasons why Clients may not necessarily follow through, and it's not just because they're lazy or they don't want to do the work. There are barriers there. And so what I want you to do instead of really questioning whether or not you have the ability to deliver on the promise, I want you to focus on delivering that level of value and really problem solving for how you are going to get them to that end result. Because what what magically happens when we do this is that By you focusing on how you're going to get them there, how you're going to ensure that they achieve their goal, you will, number one, typically help them overcome whatever obstacle is in their way so that you will deliver on that promise in the end. But two, you're going to learn from that. You're going to learn how to modify, improve, optimize your services so that you don't have to encounter that as 
often in the future. So I, I want you to definitely focus on how you can adjust anything that is in your control to help deliver on that promise or and the end result. But the one thing that you do not need to do, the one thing that is not helpful is for you to question your ability to deliver on the promise. The promise that you've made should be something that you truly believed in. It should be something that you have proven that you can do and have done in the past. And if you have evidence that this has worked over and over again, the problem does not lie in your ability. The problem lies in the fact that you need to have the talent, the mindset, the skill to adapt when those situations arise that are not common. And so that's where our focus needs to be, continual improvement. I don't want this to be something that keeps you hung up or causes you to beat yourself down or question your service or question your business or question your talent. But once again, focus on those things that you can change so you can move the client ahead. And then also so that you will become stronger and better at what you do at delivering value. So that's one of the the first things. If you're finding yourself following all the successful accounts on Instagram and LinkedIn, YouTube, and you're just trying to recreate their strategies, but haven't experienced much growth, or you're consistently sharing tons of helpful content within your industry, almost burning yourself out, but you're still struggling to get potential clients to see the value of the services that you offer. Or if you're reaching out to your network and even responding to requests for proposals, but it's just not driving the leads that you want and need. If that's the case, it's time for you to be seen as the expert expert that you are, it's time for you to make a greater impact. So here's the deal. Using a cookie cutter approach won't help you stand out from the crowd or attract the aligned clients that you need to build a profitable business and create the freedom you desire to live life on your own terms. Your expertise is unique and your approach should be also. That's why I created my signature program, Position to Excel, which is a highly focused, curriculum-based, personalized coaching program developed to help you accelerate the growth of your consulting business by creating a magnetic core offer, an expert personal brand to position your services to sell effectively. And unlike other programs that rely on traditional methods to attract leads, we develop a personalized approach to fill your pipeline without cold calls or reliance on referrals and RFPs. So if you're interested in taking your consulting business to the next level or starting and getting yours off the ground, visit www.excelaconsulting.com, apply for a position to excel, and let's get started. Now, one of the other challenges that many of us face comes about when we are in the midst of what I like to call a feast or famine mode. And so this is something that can be very common in consulting because of the nature of business, especially when you're working as a solo consultant. Oftentimes we go through periods where we may land a lucrative contract. And then while you are working to deliver on that work and working with clients and trying to do all that is needed so that you can meet those expectations, there isn't enough time to market your services and to sale. And so therefore you go through this slump because you are not really filling your pipeline and keeping that business moving while you are doing work. Uh, And even when you may outsource those aspects, it may not be most effective, especially if your messaging is off or if uh, the individuals that you have contracted, if they are not able to really speak in a way that sells your services effectively. And so we go through these feasts and famine modes for for a reason such as that and, and many others. But 
Whenever that happens, I think one of the things that we begin to question or think about is whether or not we truly have the ability to succeed. We see a lot of, you know, consultants that are making six, seven figures and beyond, and they're landing these massive contracts with these huge businesses. They're growing uh, massive agencies and firms. And, and we're thinking to ourselves, I want that too. I want that to happen for me too. I'm talented too. How can this really manifest for me? And because we don't see it in the moment and because we're going, like I said, through those dips and valleys that once again, are there for a reason that we haven't addressed. And that's a whole other conversation. Uh, But because we're going through those fluctuations, we begin to doubt whether or not we have what it takes. And so what I want to begin to offer you is that part of the reason why some of this arises is because we've been trained all of our lives. If you've been in education, if you have worked in a corporate setting, to conform to standards. We have been trained to conform to standards. We have been trained to fit in with the expectation, fit in as the norm. We have been taught not to stand out and to do work so that we can help build someone else's business based upon their mission or their purpose. And this mindset of conforming and really fitting in makes it feel very unusual and weird when we need to do those things that help us to stand out so that we can succeed in entrepreneurship. Uh, So when it comes to growing our business, what we have to do is begin to think about how we can stand out more, how we can make more aggressive and bolder decisions so that we are protecting our business so that we're able to grow effectively. And so some of the doubt around whether or not we will succeed is because we feel uncomfortable in those places. We feel uncomfortable when we are having those dips in income or revenue because we're thinking, where where does more come from? Where How am I going to attract more business? I'm not getting this right. And we take our mind away from the problem-solving aspect because we are thinking that what everyone else is doing is the norm. It's ordinary. It is something that should naturally happen. But when it comes to you building your business, that's not true. You're going to have to step out of the box. You're going to have to do things differently. You're going to have to think differently about how you are approaching your business. There is no one size fit all standard or box. And you have to get comfortable with that thought. And I think that's a lot of why we have that doubt as to whether or not we can succeed because we're looking at others and we're thinking, if I follow their path, if I follow the steps that they took, if I follow their trajectory, I will be successful too. But this is not the degree that you just got. This is not the job that you trained for. This is completely different. This is your own. So that means that oftentimes the strategies, the methods, the tactics, the approach that you take will be different. It'll have to be different. And because of that, it's going to be uncomfortable, especially if you haven't been in a position where you've had to honor that uniqueness before. But what I want you to to know is that you will definitely succeed if you keep going. If you focus on navigating the path uniquely for yourself in problem solving and critically thinking through that process, finding the help when you need to find the help, looking for the solution 
from the, the best places that you can as you, as you move along, you will get to the point where you will succeed. So it's not a question as to whether or not you will, you will. It is a matter of how, and that is the fun in the journey is navigating the path so that you can figure out what works for you and what may not. That is where that power lies. So this whole question of doubting your ability to succeed, we're going to put that on the back burner because we know as long as you keep going, you're going to be successful because you're going to keep critically thinking, making changes, optimizing, testing, analyzing, and moving forward. The more you do these processes over and over again, the more problems you're going to solve, the more solutions you're going to come up with, and the farther you're going to go. Now, one of the last things that I want to mention is the fact that we often, no matter how much we grow, how much money we make, how far (laughs) we are able to move in our industry, you know, all of the things that we do that are positive, we're still going to feel at times like an imposter. I know I have definitely felt this way from time to time. And a lot of what makes you feel that way is going back to part of it being questioning your ability. And so we talked about some ways that you can focus on that fact that you will succeed and that you know that you have the ability to deliver on your promise. So some of those things do uh, have some impact on this belief or this feeling of being an imposter. But whenever you are new and whenever you are trying something different, whenever you are going against the grain, then it's going to always make you feel as if there is something wrong because it's different. And the thing is, you're being different doesn't mean that you're an imposter. It doesn't mean that you don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't mean that you aren't talented, that you aren't an expert in your space. What it means is that you are used to doing things that are different, that have helped you succeed. And there is someone else out there just like you looking for a similar solution. And so I want us to erase this belief and feeling of imposter syndrome whenever it may arise, because what it takes is reminding yourself of all that you have accomplished and standing on that. I always tell people that one of the the best ways of battling imposter syndrome is really staying in your area of strength. It's recognizing that what you are teaching, sharing, and serving others with is based upon your unique experience. And no one can tell you whether or not that experience is right or wrong. You're speaking from your unique perspective, your reality. And as long as you stay in that, in that space, it's going to be easier for you to speak confidently about what you know, because it is what you have lived. You know, I talk about this a lot, the lived experience. There is power in sharing the lived experience. That experience is something that no one can deny and definitely is something that does not make you an imposter because it is true, it is factual, and it's something that you're sharing to help someone else along. So I want you to just know that whenever there's change, there's going to be some uncertainty and this uncertainty can make us question ourselves. But in that moment, when we're starting to get those negative feelings and all of those thoughts kind of flooding into our head, I want you to balance that with fact. You know, so feelings can sometimes be subjective. Feelings are subjective, but you want to balance it with fact. What do the facts show in your lived experience, the results you made for other people, 
the things that you have achieved along your way, those are facts. That is the reality. And stand on that. Share that. Be proud of that. Be excited about that. That is the part that is going to help you feel more comfortable when you're walking into a space where you're sharing your thoughts, ideas, and advice with others that you may think are far beyond your level because what you are offering is something they don't have. It doesn't matter how much they've achieved. They could be billionaires at this point, right? But if they have a gap in their knowledge and experience that requires your help, you are still the expert because you're the expert in your space. So stand confidently in that. Remember remember that aspect and don't allow all these other factors that have absolutely nothing to do with your talent and your skill to make you feel as if you're an imposter. You know, there's so many ways that our mind can play tricks on us and it's going to be a just constant journey to really think about how we are speaking to ourselves, how we're nurturing ourselves, how we are really uh, paying attention to those things that are influencing our thoughts and reframing that so that we can show up boldly and confidently in our space and win the business that we that we deserve to have and help the people that we need to to help and to serve and that we want to serve. So, you know, as you're thinking through all of these thoughts about doubt, about questioning yourself, imposter syndrome, all those things that commonly come up from time to time along your journey, I want you to remember that you will succeed if you keep going. I want you to remember that you have the ability to deliver on the promise that you made. You've proven it in the past and that there's no need to feel like an imposter because you're speaking from your lived experience and nobody can question that. All right, guys, I hope this helps. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend. And don't forget to leave your review on Apple Podcasts. That will help the podcast grow and help more people hear about it and really learn from uh, from the episodes. And, you know, connect with me on Instagram and LinkedIn. I'm always looking for uh, to connect with listeners and to have uh, more conversations outside of the podcast because I really want to talk to you instead of just talking at you. <laughs> uh, but I hope that this, this episode helped. I hope you enjoy other episodes on the podcast. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. All right, guys, take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you. So let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit ExcelAtConsulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.